Bahaluscha Shishi Perik Yud Pasuk Lamad Hey Chapter 10 Verse 35 Vahi bin Soya Ha'orin and it was when the Orin set out Vayoyimar Moshe and Moshe said Kumo Hashem Arise Hashem Vyofutsu Evecho May your enemies be scattered and may those who hate you flee from you. So we'll see soon in Rashi, the next Rashi, um, um, that this is talking about the Oren with the Shivra Luchas, which was Magnum's name, as we learned before. But uh, right now, Rashi says that Osaloi Simonius Milfon of Melachrov. So he made marks in the Torah, there is like turned over nuns in the beginning of the portion of Ahi bin Soya and on the end of the uh, second postic of Nuchayim or Alpha Yisrael. There's like two marks in the Torah. So why did he make, he made marks in the front of before Ahi bin Soya and after he was Alpha Yisrael? Leimar to tell you that this is not its place. Um, why was it written over here? In order to um, make a break between one punishment and and the other punishment. Um, as we find in Shabbos Kufta Zainav. The Gemara in Shabbos Kuftazayin Omad Aleph brings down that Rav Shimon Gamaliel Eimer asid the parshazu shetiyakar mekan v'tikosev b'mekoyma v'lamo kosevkan k'de lehavsig b'mperonus roshoyna l'peronus shniya peronus shniya mahi what is the second peronus vahi ha'om kibisoyinimit um, that's the said Puronus Rishoyno, by Yisu Mahar Hashem, by Menam Chomerem Chanin Rishesoru Me'achre Hashem. So, according to this, uh, what is the Puronus that by Yisu Mahar Hashem? Menam Chomerem says that there was Sor Mahar Hashem. We forgot to bring it down in the Chumash. How do we see in the by Yisu Mahar Hashem that there was Sor that the Sor Mahar Hashem? In this, in this, in in in, in this context, uh, so Rav Chaim says, "Sor Machre Hashem is 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 Vayisum Harsinai." Then the Gemara says, "Veichin Mekoyma." Where is the place that Vayim Soy belongs? Om Rabashi, Bidgolim. What does it mean, Bidgolim? So Rashi says, in the Gemara, Rashi says, "Bin Pashas B'Midbar Sinai." I don't know where Rashi says the passage Midbar Sinai, which would place it Lachatchila, um, where the Golim were set up. That's what Rashi means, Lachayda. But Lachayda, it's Bashma more in the passage B'Shalach by the Golim, because when we were talking about how the journey of Pi Hashem Yachnu in the in before in passage Baloischa and Revi and starting with Pasuk Tzvov. The Torah tells you, "Api Hashem Yisum and Eisvah, Api Hashem Yachnu, Koyim Ashishkin Onan." And then Rashi also brought in that it was done through three things. It was done through 
the Anon, Mapi Hashem, who was done by Admaisha, and uh, then later on it was done through the Chatzetzris. So, um, the uh, Moshe is doing what he been saying, was Moshe Rabbeinu's part in it. Um, so it would seem that that would be the Gemara. Rashi doesn't touch like that. Rashi in the Gemara touches, uh, should be in Pashat Midbar Sinai. Then, okay, then also, um, how is this different than, okay, so, I guess let's just sum it up. What is the Puranus? The Puranus over here. It's not a clear Puranus, uh, the Rishayna. Um, also, um, we have many times in the Torah, Rashi said already, where Parshas don't belong. And we don't have, we don't have any Samamonius over there in other places. Um, also, the language of the Gemara is that it's Asidash, that it's Parshas, Shetiyakim, Mekayma. So it almost mashma that uh, uh, the um, this is different. It's going to go back to its place. This is not a lotion we find, you know, by other things. And this, in Rashi in Chumash, however, Rashi just says Khan. Rashi says Lemeshein Zemekoyme. Lemeshein Zemekoyme. We find many other places in Zemekoyme. There's no simonim over there. Why did Torah right over here? The Gemara is a little bit different because the Gemara says Eicher also that itself. Why is it going to be Eicher and be placed in the right place as opposed to this one? Actually, the Gemara brings down the opinion of Rebbe over there in the Gemara that he holds that Loimin Hashem is it's on Choshu it's a Sefer Choshu with the Atzmoi. It says it's like a whole section by Ibn Soya, and it has the Samoniyas because of that because it's just to soak him, I guess and. Otherwise, it has like a half sick of four, so came, uh, four lines in between Svarim, but here it's, it just does the Samonius. Uh, but Rashi says over there, uh, so that he disagrees, he holds uh, that the because we're talking about the first journey, so he's telling you how it took place. And it almost seems that this would fit more with the. Uh, so why does Rashi choose uh, the pain of Shimon Gamliel? It seems almost that Shudashal Mikra would make more sense that um, um, that it does belong here, but uh, it's a Parshmanasme, it's some other reason, as opposed to the reason um, that it's Lahafsik bin Puranus Puranus. To look this in further with Mufarshim. So in any event, Zakrashi, then Bahibin Sayyar and Bayyam Mesh, Mesh say Kuma Hashem. What does he mean by Kuma Hashem? Kuma Hashem, uh, so Rashi already said also before that the Orin would go before them three days. I think I mentioned before from the Parshim, I think it was the Cheskuni, somebody mentions that it was Moshe carrying it, but over here it's also Mash from the Pasuk of Rashi's Loshan. Somehow the Orin went by itself. We also had the Onan, but we also had the Onan. Somehow this Onan, because it says, as if it went, it doesn't say Moshe or anything else was carrying it. Magdim Lifneim, it went Malach Shlashish Yomim. And Rashi said that the Derech Shlashish Yomim was Lesakin Lahem, Mokin Chaniya. So even though later on the Anan Hashem, the Rashi brings down uh, one of the Anonim, but it also seems like Lesakin Lahem, Mokin Chaniya, but the. Um, 
it doesn't just say to find the place of Chanoye, but L'sakim Lamakum Chanoye, it almost seems like the Oren itself also did some of the uh, preparation over there for them. Um, I know we went together with the honor or not, but exactly how this worked. But it says, but because the Oren was Magdim Lifnei Mahalash Lashish Yomim, because it went three days ahead of them, Moshe would say, now this is, Moshe would say this all the time, uh, and it seemed like Moshe would say this before they left. I mean, Moshe couldn't be carrying the Oren because, uh, as Rashi pointed out before, in Pasukut Ches Perik Tes, so Rashi says that Kimon Shohay Yisrael Noisim, or you Amud Onon Miskapel, you get ready to go to the Amud Onon Miskapel, and Nimshchal Gabe Bnei Yehuda Kimin Koiro. Then Taku Vario Vitaku. That was the Chatzaytzeres. But Vloi Hoyu Mahalich. The Onon would not go. Achem Moshe Amar Kum Hashem. So Moshe Rabbeinu had to say Kum Hashem. Before the, um, it looks like before the honor would go. The honor wouldn't go, uh, and then the anon or one of the anon would go ahead of them. So when Moshe Rabbeinu said this, um, apparently somehow the anon is already gone. This was before the the anon. So. What does it mean by Hibin Soya Orin when the Ark sent us, uh, set out? Uh, it says whenever the Ark set out by Soya Orin, when the Orin journeyed. So when they were getting ready to go, according to Rashi over here, it was Magnilufneim Halachlashis Yomim. But maybe this was said before the 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 went. He says Kuma Hashem. But it's Mashmal Kum Hashem, or Moshe Eimer, Amid Vahamtin Lanu. Moshe says, Rashi, wait, stand and wait for us. Valtis Rachikyu said, Don't go further. The Medesh Tanachum of Vayakil. So Moshe was asking for the order not to go further. So when was Moshe Rabbeinu saying this? Um, the Onan didn't start moving until Moshe Rabbeinu said it. Nobody moved until Moshe Rabbeinu said this. So this Moshe Rabbeinu said. So, but maybe the Oren had preceded them. So Bahibin Sayyidin, the Arden journeyed and it went quickly three days ahead of them, however it went. And then Moshe would say, Kumashavutsa and then the cloud would go, raise up, and then they would go. Okay, so let's first look into all this, see how this worked exactly. When the Pasik says over here, Vahibin Sayyidin, and it was when the Arin journeyed, so we're talking about the Oren that we just finished learning in Pasuk Lamed Gimel. It says, Vayisu mehar Hashem derech shloishis yomim, Vaharim bris Hashem noisei lifneim derech shloishis yomim. That Aroin bris Hashem that journeyed in front of them derech shloishis yomim, as Rashi explained over there, is not the Oren that was with the Machanais. Because, as Rashi said earlier, in Pasik Yudzayin Perik Yud, that the Oren v'kleha koideh shemaseh b'nei kohos, eimdim v'mechusim, 
so that they went along with the entire camp, uh, as Rashi said. And this is also the pashtus of the meaning of the Pasik in Perik Beis, Pasik Yudzayin, when it says, So the Oyel Moed is also the Mishkan. And Rashi says, that the Mishkan was there, and that's what Rashi made the whole Cheshbin over there, how the Bnei Kohos, who were carrying the Keli Klea Kodesh, the Kodesh HaKadosh, the Mikdosh, uh, how they would bring in all the stuff into the ready oil Moed. So Rashi, that was stood up by the Bnei Merori, Bnei Gershna, went in af- front of them. And that's why Rashi touched before, that Vayisu Mahar Hashem Derech Yishloshit Yom Va'arin Bris Hashem Neseilifneim, that this was another Oren. This Oren were the Shivrei Luchis. And this goes back to the Oren that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, as we learn in Parshish Devorim, Chumish Devorim, that it says there that Moshe Rabbeinu made a uh, Luach before he went up to, uh, the second time to uh, Har Sinai to get the Luchish Nias. So he built an Oren before. And then when he came down, he put down the Luchish Nias together seemingly with the broken luchas, in that uh, art that Moshe Rabbeinu built. And then when finally they constructed the Mishkan, after Yom Kippur, after he came down from the mountain, and then they constructed the Oren, then they moved the uh, luchas from the uh, Moshe's Oren into the Oren that was in the Oil Moyet. And the Oren with the Shivri luchas, that went along with them. Uh, that went, they say, Lifneim. That's the order that went Lifneim. And that is now, that is by Bin Soya, that it was Bin Soya Ha'orin. Bin Soya Ha'orin, meaning when the Orin journeyed, not the Orin that was stationed with Metech Machnes, that was the Orin that went, Derech Shloishis Yomim, they say, Lifneim. As Rashi explains here, that Kuma Hashem, Lifishoya Magnum Lifneim, Halach Shloishis Yomim. So we were saying to that Orin, Kuma Hashem, that he should slow down, not leave them. Now, I don't remember if Rashi said so before, but presumably, when they weren't journeying, and they were stationed, uh, that Orin stood next to the Orin, where uh, the Luchais Shnees were. Uh, it's only when they needed to travel for the... Uh, they went out of uh, uh, ahead of them, or as Rashi said, also when it went out uh, for Milchoma, uh, it left the regular place, and that went out with them to war. Now, before in Pasuk Ches and Perik Tes, when it says Api Hashem Yisur, Rashi brought down from Melechas Hamishkon. So over there, we're only talking about in that Rashi about the Onon. He starts talking about Hoyo Amadon Miskapel. And then it says, Now, Rashi doesn't mention over there the Orin in that Posik. It's before our Posik that mentions the Orin. It's referring to the, uh, to the Onon. And because he's talking about the Onon was Miskapel, on the Bnei Yehudakim in Koira. And after the blue, it says it didn't move until Moshe says, Kuma Hashem. But Moshe saying, Kumo Hashem, 
seems that that got the Onan to move. And it seems from the Rashi over there that that Onan would stay on the Machana um, Yehuda, like a Koira, uh, for as long as it need, they needed to journey until, as Rashi says in the next Rashi Pesham Yachnu, that when it was time to stop, it changed its uh, shape from laying like a beam, and it went up like a like a, a tumor and over them, like a, like an umbrella over them, something like that, like a sukkah, as Rashi says. And then it would stay there until Moshe Rabbeinu said Shuvah. So from that Rashi, it seems like in this posting, when it says over here, Kuma Hashem and Shuva Hashem, did actually relate it directly to the Onon, no relationship over there in the Rashi to the Oren. Now, in addition to the Onon that was like a Koira, the Posik says in Posik Lamedal in Perikyud, Vanan Hashem Aleihem Yoimom, Binosum Rashi brings down that it was seven Anonim, Arba Mabrukhav, Arba Mahad Rukhaisov, Achad Lamaila, Achad Lamato, Vachad Lifneim. That one with name was Man Miches Agavoyu Magbis Anomuch that lowered the tall ones and made low uh, and raised what's low and would kill the Nachoshim Vakrabim, which were in the desert, as it says, by Midbar Hagodol Vahanoid and Nachoshtor Vakrov, as the Posik says in Vorm Chestas Vav, and that was done by the Onon. Now, with regards to the Onon, it doesn't say anywhere that it went Shloishis Yomim. But that Onon apparently went right in front of them, just like the other clouds. There were six, was, the seventh cloud was in the front of them. And as they were walking, it did its job, but it didn't go ahead. The only one that went ahead was the Oren, and the Oren went to choose a place for them where they should camp. As the Pasuk says, to look for them a Menucha. And Rashi uses the Loshan, Lesakin Lemokim Chaniyah, but it means to prepare for them. It doesn't mean to do anything in the, in the ground. That was done by the Onon. But that was just to make a Mokim Menucha. And as the Pasik says, the Derech Shloshis Yomim, following the fact that they went Derech Shloshis Yomim, it seems like mentioned that the Derech Shloshis Yomim, because that was necessary. If it was only a day, then it only way Derech Yomim. But it immediately, apparently, the Orin went to the spot where they were going to stop. It almost seems like that as soon as the they started journeying, the Orin went to the spot where they were going to stop. And then it stayed there until the, the Bnei Yisrael came there, and that's where they met up with the Orin. Again, how exactly did the Orin get there? It's another discussion, and how did it fly there by itself? Uh... So then the question comes back is, so what does it mean when it says, We're in the procedure, Rashi doesn't mention it before when he talks about from the Malachas HaMishkan over there. We're in the procedure, did the Arin start to journey? Now again, we're talking about the Arin over here. Is the Arin Shabbat Shivra Luchas that went ahead of them? Um, now, Moshe, as Rashi says, said, Moshe Kumo Hashem, that was basically set for the Onan to start going. Uh, because the Onan stood still over the Bnei Yudah Zakoyre, So it seems like the Nesoya Oren was an independent outcome. As the says, Whenever they would start journeying, the Aram Bris started going, and the Posik says, and Moshe was saying, Kuma Hashem, because until 
Moshe said, so Ben Sayyar in the Pasuk is sort of saying, Moshe said, Kuma Hashem, that was connected to the having the Onan start to go, which was the sign of movement that was over them. But at that point, also the Nisoya would start to move and immediately perhaps go three days or wherever they had to rest. In this case, it was three days. I mean, why does Rashi always mention over here, in this case, I mean, the, the Pasuk still is fitted in, as Rashi says, that it's Nainzem Koimai, but in the Makoim over here, in this place, it was three days. Maybe that's why the Rashi brings down Shoy Magnufnei Malach Shloishis Yom. It doesn't mean all the time that it was Shloishis Yom, because if they only went Yom, or Yomim, it didn't need to go Shloishis Yom. Maybe it's just Shloishis Yom, Rashi says, in this case. But Moshe Rabbeinu saying, Kuma Hashem, was really for the Anon to start going. And maybe that's why Rashi is coming to say over here that why does it fit in with the Vaibibin Soya Orin Hashem? That maybe that this is an additional, in addition to the Vayomer Moshe Kuma Hashem. But this is Alpi Moshe, that Moshe is the one that says that it should go once he saw the Onan on them. That's when he knew to say to go. And that is the Vayemer Moshe. Rashi learns that this is the Alpi Moshe. So that is independent, has nothing to do really by Ibn Sayyah Orin. So Rashi is wondering, so why does it say here by Ibn Sayyah Orin, Vayemer Moshe? So the Pasuk by Ibn Sayyah Orin has nothing to do. It seems like it's connected. So Rashi says sort of that the Kuma Hashem has another and additional meaning to what he said before, that the Oren also was told that it should also in this particular case it was when the Oren journeyed three days, it went along ahead of them. So in addition to Moshe saying the Kuma Hashem all the time apparently, which was uh, which that's why it doesn't belong here. Rashi says, "I say the months before because Vayemer Moshe Kum Hashem is not negated to the Minasayah Oren Shloishis Yomim not to be misrachik any further. This thing not to be misrachik further more than three days was necessary at that particular time. But since it's brought down in this case in Vayibin Soyorin, what happened over here? In this case, Vayibin Soyorin, and maybe." The Vayomer Moshe is not the Mekoyim of Ibn Sayyarin, uh, and with the Vayomer Moshe, even though Rashi just brings down the Ramasa of Ibn Sayyarin of here, still all things have to be still sorted out, but I'm just trying to sort out with the Arnim, with the Anam, with what Rashi said before. So it seems that he was telling that one thing is Vayomer Moshe has to do with the Anam. That's what Rashi talked about before. In this case, the Arnim itself would immediately go three days ahead. So the Rashi brings down an additional thing is because he went there, he also said, in the idea with the idea of Kuma, not to start, but rather to stay in the place, which is an additional meaning, which is connected to Vahibin Sayyari. Again, let's to still look up in the Mefarshim to figure out exactly how this worked with the Anan and with the Arin and, and all these uh, details. The next Rashi, Rashi says, V'yafutsu o'yvecho, says Rashi ha-mukhunosim. So the meaning of the mukhunosim means that they are just gathered in and they are not yet actively uh, in the war. And therefore the Torah uses the Lashem, V'yafutsu, let them be scattered, ha 
those who are gathered, they don't have to yet, just scattering them would be sufficient. Let those who hate you be uh, chased away. That's the Krashi Those already who those who are chasing them already, and they are on a different level of misanecha. And these are the two lotion of a vecha and misanecha. And some of the mafarshim bring down that the lotion of misanecha versus soinecha. Misanecha means that they already didn't an act of sinner, which is roitfim. They're not just inner enemies, and that's why Rashi teaches elua roitfim those who chase you. Now we're calling them Misan uh, Echo, your enemies. Those who hate you. Dr. Rashi, because anybody hates a Jew, also hates the one who said and created the world. It says, Umisanecha nosu roish. Those who hate you raise their heads until they begim or pasigim. Umehem, so who are those? Umisanecha. Alam chayirin rusoy. Pasigdal over there. Those who try to uh, do secrets against the Jewish people. So we see that that is what's called Umisanecha. So Umisanecha is become a, a saying of the of the Ebrister. Why is Rashi just explaining it on Umisanecha? The same thing is in Ivecha. We call the Ivecha. Baby, uh, this was the task. This was the task of the um, of the Aaron, as the pasuk says. Uh, somehow he says, "Kuma Hashem, uh, stop Hashem, don't go far." Um, separate than that, apparently, um, so the Aaron worked with that. The, while the uh, the the Ark worked with that, the Ark should be While the Onan did uh, fix the physical terrain, make it uh, for them walkable, the Aaron would get rid of the enemy enemies, um, the enemies of the Jewish people who were on the way. And where, where do we find the the actual work? Uh, um, he said to go out with them in Mulchama. What do we find in the Midbar? Do we find actually in, in Rashi or in the Pasuk that the Oren was was used to that effect that it was Mefitz Da'ivim and we're in Nusim Sanechum Panecha? We're going to go weiter. Pasuk Lamedvo. Ubenuchai. And when it came to rest, um, Yoimar, then Moshe Rabbeinu would say. So that means when the uh, Oren uh, rested, uh, is arrested, how did um, how did Moshe Rabbeinu know if it was three hours, three days away from him? So when it came to rest, Moshe Rabbeinu would say, "Shuva Hashem, Rivivis Alpha Yisrael," that Hashem return. Uh, to the Rivivis Alpha Yisrael, uh, to the 2000 um, and uh, 2 times 10,000 Alpha Yisrael. We'll see the Rashi. Ubenucha Yoimar Shuba Hashem, Zakrashi Menachim Tirgimoi, 
Menachem renders the word shuva Loshem Margoya as an expression of rest. Chain, Nishai Lamet as well. Beshuva Benachas Tivusheyun in rest in shuva that is in tranquility shall you be saved. Rivva is Alpha Yisrael, the mirrors of thousands of Israel. Magid Shein Shchina Shoyde Be Yisrael. This tells us that the Shchina does not rest by Yisrael. Pchusim Mishnei Alofi Mishnei Rivva is less than. Two thousands and two times ten thousand, so uh, that's twenty-two thousand. It needs to be twenty-two thousand. That's the shechina to have the shechina rest amongst Israel, and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu would say. Now Rashi brought down already before that by in Pasuk Ches that we quoted before in Perik Tes. Al pi Hashem Yachnu Kivusho Yisrael Chaynim Amud Aonon Metamer Veoila. uh, would stop. So Hashem uh, So the onon would stop. It would spread out over the Machna uh, Yehuda, and apparently because the onon went ahead of them three days, um, I don't know. Maybe it's this time, you know, because they went derech shloshis yomim, or all the time we would go derech shloshis yomim. But in any event, but Rashi says he always told them to stop kuma, not to go on. It could be he's just talking about this particular time. He's saying, Kumo Hashem, uh, not to go any further. I don't know if it means all the time that it was going three days ahead. The Losh Rashi Magdim Lufname Derech Shloshis Yomim, Posik Lamed Gimel, Mashma, that that was Lesakin Lam Mokum Chania. That that was like a, a regular um, thing, Magdim in the present. Not the one the Higdim Lifneim. Magdim Lifneim, but that was a regular thing that the that the Aaron did. Maybe not always three days, but the, but it says looks like. But when they said the Aaron to stop, and then when it uh, uh, there was the cloud came over the Machne Yehuda. Uh, apparently, they had to come to the place where the Aaron was ahead of them. So if the Aaron went ahead of them for three days, and once it found the spot where he wants them to stay. Um, before we learned yes, sometimes it goes for a day, sometimes it goes for a uh, two days. Yes, uh, there's not even always a three-day distance. In this particular case, it went three-day distance. Well, we're going to have the Aaron going three days ahead of them when they're not even going to go for a three days. They're only going to go for one day. So, what does it mean when we say Bechal goes for Shloshis Yomim? What would be Magnum Shloshis Yomim? If they went for a three-day journey, maybe 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 Taka means that it only went in the area before wherever whatever it was necessary. Even though it's lost magnum name Uh maybe it means that in this case it was magnum name but uh, uh, maybe not uh, in every time it was the distance that they had to go. But again, once it found the place, lechera. Uh, um, 
then we come back that the cloud went over the tribe of Yehuda, or Degel Yehuda, and then uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu then uh, said, uh, he said, then he would say, Shuba Hashem Rives Alpha Yisrael, and then the cloud would leave the Yehuda, Nifresh, Rosh says that, Nifresh, I guess, was that the cloud that went later uh, back over the uh, of the Almayed? Because it actually talks about that same cloud over there in in in, in, in Pasukhas. So not clear. Got to look this up and to figure out. Um, Pasuk Aleph, Perik Yud Aleph, chapter eleven, verse one. By he Amki Misaynunim, and the people were uh, uh, like complainers. They're looking to complain. Rabbi Oznei. Hashem, and they were bad uh, in the ears of Hashem. Vayishma uh, Hashem, and Hashem listened, Vayichar Apoy, and his anger flared, Vativar Bom Eish Hashem, and a fire of Hashem burnt amongst them, Vatoycho Bikitzea Machne, and it consumed in the edges of the camp, we'll see Rashi. Vayiyam Kimisaynin Im, and the people were like uh, complainers. Rashi Eina Om says Om Ela Rishoyim. He's talking about the evil. Bchenu Eimer Nishmeish Yitzayim Pasik Dalit Moes Ela Om Hazeh. What can I do to these people? That was in Rifidim when they didn't have uh, water to drink. Uh, so Moshe Rabbeinu calls them also La Om Hazeh. In Yirmiyahu Yud Gimel Vaimer we also say Om Arazeh. Ukshem Ksheidim. But when they are righteous, when they're kosher, they're proper. Kruim Ami, they're called my people, not Om. Shenemar, as it says in Shemois Hei, Alo Shalaches Ami, or Ami Moas Yisiloch. So that's a lotion of expression of Hashem's love. Actually, when they're kosher, that's when they're called Ami. So Vahiyah Om, so here's the people were, uh, they were Kibis Oinunim. What's it, Mis Oinunim? Complainer, Ain Mis Oinunim, Loshna Lila. They're looking for an excuse. Uh, a pretext. They were looking for a reason. How to separate uh, from before Hashem. That he's, he's looking for a pretext. So this was the Puranas that Rashi was talking about before. This is the second one that the Vahibin Sari is coming to be in between. Rabbi Ozne Hashem, so it was the complaint Rabbi Ozne Hashem. Ta'ino Shiro Ozne Hashem. The complaint that was bad in Hashem's eye. That's part of what they were trying to do. Hashem is coming to Tovi Ozne Yaklin. They were intending to come in his ears. Hashem should listen and he should get angry. Amru, what did he say? Oy Lonu, what was Kamo Volobatno Badera Chazer? What was how worried did we have become? Shloisha Yom, for three days. That we haven't rested from the uh, the uh, tiredness of the way from going in the way. So Rashi says here in Lashon Rashi's Mashma that they actually were traveling for three days. When before Rashi says they only went one day, which was like three days. I'm wondering if this is a different interpretation. He said. Uh, 
I had intended for your benefit that you go immediately to Eretz Yisrael. So Hashem wanted them to go quickly. So he made it three days. What happened at the night times over here? Rashi didn't address it. Uh, um, when we say that they were going, did they travel at night time or at night time they just um, stopped? No, no, this rush. What, what happens at night time over here? Um, did they go 24 hours? How could they continually go without resting? But anyways, um, so look up in the Mepharshim, and it says, um, uh, It ended up in the uh, edge of the Machana, as of Rashi, B'Kitzei HaMachana means B'Muktin, Shomem Lashiflos, those uh, that were separated, they were in the edge, or they were um, uh, separated, like Mukta, Shomem Lashiflos, for low level, they were low levels. Elu uh, of Rab, this is the great mixture that went along for that from Mitzrayim. And that, those was, that was the Ketzah Machna. Rabbi Shimon Menashe, Rabbi Shimon Menashe disagrees, he says, that Ketzah means like the uh, distinguished uh, amongst them and the uh, important ones uh, they were. Pasuk Beis, Yitzhak HaOmel Moshe, so the nation cried out to Moshe, Vayispal Moshe Hashem. So the people cried to Moshe to, about the fire, so Moshe Rabbeinu screamed to Hashem, Vatishka Eis, and the fire died down. Vayitzhak HaOmel Moshe, Moshe Lomelech Bosev Adam, it's an example of a king of flesh and blood, Shekos Al-Binoi, that he got angry in his son, Vayolach HaBen, Eitzhak So the son goes to the... Uh, one who I have a love whose father loves. Go and ask for my father. So he did not come to Mesha to for them to ask for Mashem. It sank. Tishka means it sunk in its place. Shilu Khazra Lachas Aruchis for had it uh, uh, turned and gone to one of the sides, Hoisam Makapelas Vahilachas it was it would uh, gradually fold and uh, rolled uh, in that, that whole side uh, this would burn everything down it doesn't say where the Eish Hashem came from I mean it come from Shemai it says Vatishka it went down into the ground but Pazik says Vativar Bom Eish Hashem which is the Eish Hashem So they caught the place of Eido, Kibora Hashem, for the fire of Hashem burned amongst them there. Uh, the multitude that was amongst them is Abu Taibo. They had the cravings by Yeshuvu and uh, and they brought back once again after this complaining, the misoinim to the Jordan. So they brought back by Yifku Yisrael, and they also made the God the Jewish people to cry. But Yehuda said, "Me Yachilenu Bosor, who will feed us meat?" Um, so in this case, Vasafsuf Elo Enerab, Vasafsuf that's the Enerab, the multitude of nations that gathered. Shnesvalei and the Tzayim Mitzrayim, they were gathered to them when they went out of Mitzrayim.
So they uh, were the Sabu Taiva. They wanted to meet. But by Yeshuvu, uh, and then uh, they returned once again, they also were crying with them. And they said, Who's going to feed us meat? They want meat. Uh, did they not have yet then meat? But the Pasuk says, Because there's a multitude of nations with the Tzayinu Maybe you're going to say the Edom. So by the year that they were in the desert, they ate up all the Tzayinu Bokar, but going into the land, it says, So they had plenty of meat and plenty of cattle. Also, Rakshim Alila, they were looking for a uh, complaint, a pretext to uh, to to complain. Um, we find already when the Yidden first went out of Mitzrayim, in Shmois Perik Tezayin, uh, it says that Yisume Elim, by Yovei Koladas Bnei Yisrael Amid Bar Sin, Asher Ben Elim Ben Sinai. That was Bachamisha Oser Yim Nachoydesh Hasheni. And over there already also we see that the Jews were complaining for food, and over there it talks about Batal Haslov, and Batchas Hesamachne, and uh, she talks about there about that they didn't, Erev, Boiker, because that was like a Hagen, because a person can eat without meat, doesn't need meat, and Mashiach, that was a uh, So, but what was the story? What took place? Uh, you know, so then about the uh, I, we know about the mon that they ate that they used to collect every day. Uh, they used to go for the mon. But what happened with um, uh, with the slav? That was a um, um, they playing the one time thing and that was it. And then they were happy because here they come again. They say miachlinu basa. Um, so we remember the fish it's calling here the basar is calling fish over here because we say uh, the uh, cucumbers the watermelons uh, the leeks the onions, the shum, and the garlic not really any basar in here. Uh, I should say something about the uh, the basar. Shenechol mitzrayim chinam im taimar shemitzrayim neisim lam dog mechinam. Does it mean they ate the dog of chinam? How could they give him fish? Aloi kvad kvad nemar. It says in Shemay Seif Pasuk Ches, "V'tavin lo yinatzin lachem." They're not even giving them tavin. After uh, they started talking about going out of Mitzrayim, Mishra came to Paris, he says, don't give him even Tevin. They wouldn't give him straw for free. They would give him fish for free. Doesn't really seem that would take. What does it mean, Chinam? Chinam and Amitzvah. We didn't have to do any Mitzvahs, we just ate. Esa Kishuyim, Amar Abshimen, Ribne Mahama, Hamon, Mishtan, and Lachol Dover, Chutz Meilu. So the reason why they were asking these is because this is what they didn't have. The mon did not turn in to these things. We said before that it was all, every time it had in it, but not, not that. And it says mon nishtana is almost more than just the tam, but it's actually would change into that. 
because they're difficult for uh, nursing mothers. I mean, don't eat uh, garlic or, or onion because of the of the child. Uh Lamelech, it's an example for kings. The Moshe Lamelech is that a king gave his son over to a teacher. He sat down and ordered him and said to him, See that he does not eat any harmful food and does not drink any harmful drink. Because of this, the son complained about his father, saying, Not because he loves me, but because he does not want me to eat. So here the Abishter is not giving them for their own protection. This is free, and they're complaining. But A, um, the, um, the mom changed into them, so it almost seems that it had to get the qualities of the, um, of the Betzolom and the Shumim. Um, Rashi just brings down the Shum Basel, but what about the Kishum uh, Abitichim? But you see, Rashi is uh, and Rashi doesn't say this by the Abitichim. Maybe it's just a, a, an ongoing marshal. Rashi quotes these two, but it applies to everything else. With regards to Dogo, their complaint was that was Chino. They didn't complain, they didn't. Seen in the pasuk, they complained that we ate chino. They said kshuva sabatich was a chosir. They weren't complaining bchalal the chino. They complained they don't have it at all now, and those are probably because they're kosher the menikis. But the the other shenis Rashi is that um, so there's a lush in the Rashi somewhere that it would change into all kinds of taste. But again, here it seems like um, it was. Um, um, it actually changed that substance and that's why it also had the qualities from that substance and that's why it was a favor that it didn't go into that and they took it as a complaint later on as a, as a problem HaKishuyin says Rashi hey kuk murmurish belaz malafifonim a cucumbers abatichim that's burkish that's melons hachotzir those are leeks tagumi yazbitzinei now, our, uh, uh, our souls are dry, bodies are dry, there's nothing. We're just looking towards the mon. We're all looking out for the mon. The Pasuk says, Pasuk Zayim, but the mon was Kizera Gadhu, was like a seed. Of uh, of a god, a god seed, and uh, its appearance uh, it looked like it looked like a crystal. Ramon Kizera God, who says Misha Marzel Lo Marzel, one Ramon Kizera God, that's not the same when we're complaining. Misha, it's not Ramon Kizera God when they come to the That's not uh, that wouldn't be a chesed. But Misha Marzel Lo Marzel, Yisrael Lo Marzel built the Ramon and The Yidden are saying we only look forward for the month. Wrote in the Look, those who come to the world, what are my children are complaining about? It was so, it's so important. What is Kizera God? Kizera God means ogul kigida zara. It's round. Kizera God means it's rounded like the seed of the uh, of the God. Look, that's a crystal. 
Pasiches shotu ha'am v'lachtu. The people walked about and they gathered. V'tochnu berechayim and they grinded it in the mill. Le'dochu b'meducha or crushed it in a mortar. Uvishlu b'porur and cooked it in a pot. V'asu oisu ugois and made it into cakes. V'ayatayimoy and it uh, had the taste kitab l'shad hashaman like the taste of an oil cake. Shotu means ain shayit l'shantil. Let's say shayit means uh, but uh, taking a stroll. Til ishbret til ano b'loyamo. Without it, stay with to what we talking about. Rechaim, the goyim. So Rashi loyora berechaim v'loy bigdera v'loy b'meducha. The man did not actually enter the meal mill, and it did not go into the pot, and it didn't go into the mortar. Not the meducha. Not the gedera meducha. But its taste changed so that of ground crushed or cooked food. So it appeared. But that didn't, you didn't actually do it. So there wasn't actually, instead of talking about Rechaim, it was as if they talked about Rechaim. But Porter, that's a Kedera. The Pasik said, Lishad Hashomen. The question is, what is the translation of the words Lishad Hashomen? So Rashi originally brings down the commentary of Doinash, who was Baldigduk, uh, who interprets the words Lishad Hashomen as a moisture of oil. So Lishad is moisture, Lichluach, and Shomen is oil, as Shemen is, is oil. And Rashi will explain at the end that because it's an end of the Pasik, we use the word Shomen versus Shemen. Uh, as we usually find that in the end of Saif Pasik, it's Oved instead of Eved or Komatz, the second two segals that follow, as Rashi will say, the first one changes to a Komatz. That would mean Lishad HaShomen. Rashi will also bring down a commentary from Rabbi Seinu that Lishad comes from Loshan Shodayim, which means like a breast of Shomen. Now, Rashi is going to have a problem because what does it have to do uh, Shad with Shomen, with oil? And Rashi tries maybe Shomen means not oil, but it means a kind of a fatty which has a lot of different tastes. The, and it's like a shad, it's like a, a breast of shaman. And Rashi says that that would not work in the Nekudas, as we will see in the meaning of this. Uh, let's learn to Rashi inside. Lishad hashomen, sokt Rashi, that means lichluach shel shemen. That's a moisture of oil. So did Doinish interpret this? Where do we find similar to this? And similar to this, we find in Tehillim, the Posik says, David Amelech was crying out that from his great troubles is Lishadi, his moisture has been dried out in the heat, uh, in the dryness of the summer, in the dryness of the summer, meaning all the moisture that he had has been dried up. So the Lishadi 
there means moisture. According to this, the word le is not two. Valamed yisoid, but it's part of the word. Lishad is moisture, lichluach, and it's not two. Nepach, uh, and this is as it's translated over there in Tehillim, Nepach lachluchi, my moisture has been turned, it's as the dryness of the heat of the summer. So that would be the interpretation of Doinesh, and that's why it fits in with the Pasuk in Tehillim, Nepach lishadi, that lishadi is moisture. But the Rabbi Seinu, Pirshuha, and our teachers, they interpreted Loshin Shadayim, it's called Loshin of Breasts. Ach, the problem is with the Pshutish Mikra to translate like this, Ein Inyan Shadayim Shemen. So what does they have to do Shadayim uh, with oil? So in this case, however, Lishad would mean to the the word not Yisoy, it wouldn't be like in the previous translation, Lishad means to the breast of the Shaman. But but you cannot say Lishad Hashomain, and that would mean like a fatty, like a fatty Lishad, so that it's Loshin, and in that case it would be not Shem and not oil, which makes no sense with the Shad, but maybe even Loshin by Yishman Yishurun. Talks about the Yishurim, the Jewish people getting fat, Shemantov Yisokisiso, as it says in Dvorim Periklam based Posik Tezvov. So, had that been the meaning of the word, uh, not oil, not shemen or shomen, but rather uh, shumon, so she imkain hoyo hamem nakut komets cotton. A komets cotton is at Seide, so that means that the Mem over here is Hashomain, it would have been. And also the Taimoy Lamato, the trap, the cantillation, instead of being by the Shin, it would have been under the Mem, it would have been Hashomain. But now, Akshav Shamem Nokud Pasach Cotton. Pasach Cotton is a second. Shomen, and the Tam is Tachas Hashin, the trap, the cantillation under the Shin. So then it doesn't mean shomen fat, but it means shemen oil, loshen shemen oil. And then, if it's actually shemen, Rashi wants to know, so why is it shomen, not hashemen, if it's l'shad hashemen? So Rashi, v'ashin ha-nekuda becometz godl, ve'eino nekuda be-pasach koten. Why is it called, why is it vowelized with a kometz godl, which is a regular kometz? Versus a pasach cotton, which would be uh, shemen, a segel is called a pasach cotton, is mipnei shusay posuk. It's because it's an end of the posuk. The end of the posuk is instead of shemen, it becomes shomen, because in the end of a posuk, two segels, the first one gets a kobatz. Rashi brings down another interpretation, dover achar, another interpretation. Is Lishad is to be understood as Losh Nutrikin as an abbreviation made of three words, which is Laish, Shemen, and Vash, Lamed Shin Dalad. Laish means kneading, Lisha, kneading, kneading in oil, and then using Dvash. So Trashi, Kiisa, Nelusha, Bishemen. So it's Lisha, Shemen, it's kneaded in Shemen. Uketufa, Bitvash, and then it's smeared on top of it with honey. 
So that's the uh, idea. So here we come in with the idea of honey over here. The dvash, the dalad is for dvash. That's another interpretation. Rashi says, V'targum shem unkelos. But the unkelos translation, the metargim, he translates it, L'shad HaShomen as the layish b'mishcham. That it was kneaded with oil. Noite that goes according to the interpretation of Doinish that tilts, because there is no honey mentioned in the in commentary, and the, the the thing is that Rashi says that once you need in oil there is a moisture of oil. So even though he doesn't teach it as lishad as lechluchis, but he said he teaches lishad as laish. Uh, needed, but it's needed because it has the moisture of the oil, because it's needed in oil, so there is moisture on it. Of oil. Now, notwithstanding that we learned before that it had all kinds of tastes, with the exception of those few things that the Pasuk mentions over there, and Rashi explained before, because they're not healthy for uh, a nursing mother, and, you know, we took it away from everybody because of that, uh, but uh, it seemed like that it, why does it say that was probably the natural taste, unless a person wanted to taste something special. Otherwise, it just remained Now, it's interesting that in Shemois, the Parshish B'Shalach, in Perik Tezayin, Poseklam and Aleph, over there it says, Vayikru Beis Yisrael Shemoy Mon, Vukizera Gadloven, Vetaimiketzapichis Bidvosh. So over there, the Torah uses the lotion, like here, Kizragad. Uh, Rashi says, Kizragad loven, that not that the God is loven, but as Rashi is also explained earlier. But also, it says the possible Feirish Bidvosh, Kitsapichis Bidvosh. Rashi teaches over there, Kitsapichis, Botsik, Shemetagnin Oisu Bidvosh. So over here, in Taimei, it says something different. Here it says Taimei Ketam L'Shad HaShomen. According to the Rabbi Seinu, I mean, according to the Nutrik in that it's a lotion of Laish, Shemen and Vash, then it's Ketzapichis Bidvosh. Botsik Rashi Taishemetagnois Bidvash, that would be exactly as the Rabbi Seinu. But the Targum Onkelos, as Rashi says, is Noit Lipisrene Shel Doinash, and they are all talking about uh, just lichluach shel shemen, lishad has shemen, lichluach has shemen. Doesn't talk anything about the dvash. So then, how are we going to reconcile? Also, Rashi over there says vutargum shel unkelos. So, but over here, the unkelos. I mean, this says beferish in the pasuk with dvash. So the unkelos touches there too, but. How are we going to reconcile, according to all the other Pirushim, uh, with the Posik, it's a Pichis, with the Vosh over there in this Posik, it needs to be looked in further. Moshe is complaining to Hashem that he can't handle it all by himself. So in Posik Tezayin comes Hashem's response to Moshe Rabbeinu. So by Yoimer Hashem el Moshe, so Hashem says to Moshe, as for Lee, Gather for me, or gather before me, so for this purpose, 
Shivim Ish Mizikne Yisrael, 70 people of the elders of Israel. Asher Yodato, that you know, Kiheim Zikne Ha'om Vishetro. They are the elders of the people of the Israel, of the people, and also their police. They were the people, as Rashi is going to explain, that were the Shaitrim, when the Egyptian put them as police to enforce the work that the load that the Egyptians gave upon the Jewish people. And these policemen were Jewish policemen that were supposed to. Uh, make sure that they uh, did and accomplished all the tasks and the work that the Egyptians put on them. And as we learned earlier, the Rashi is going to bring down here that these policemen were beaten because they would have pity on the Jewish people. And as a reward, Hashem says, you know that they are the elders and their policemen and they deserve to also now take the role of being the uh, the Ziknim to participate and be part of this uh, group that uh, will receive uh, the divine inspiration, as we'll learn in the Pesachit, Zion. Uh, and take these 70 people that you gather to the tent of meeting. And they shall uh, stand there uh, together with you. And Rashi is saying that this is to demonstrate to all the people that Moshe Rabbeinu is honoring them and so that all the people will accept them also upon themselves as we'll see in the Rashi. And then eventually Hashem gave from Moshe Rabbeinu's Ruach spirit onto, onto this, these people. But um, 70, or we'll see Rashi, there was actually 72, and only 70 of the 72 were chosen, as Rashi will say later on. But it still seems a pretty insignificant number. If you're talking about uh, 600,000 people, um, to choose 70 out of them, we know like the Sorry, I love him, the sorry Mayus, that ended up to many thousands of people uh, that they were judging and they were um, also in some sort of a leadership position. Uh, but here, there is only 70 from the elders. Now, the policemen, presumably, that the Egyptians placed on the Jewish people were more, but from them, were the Zikne Yisrael, and the Pasik says Zikne Ha'om Vishaytrov. So maybe it is uh, both requirements. Let's look at the Rashi. So, what does the Pasik say? Esvoli. Um, so, this is comes of Rashi. This is the response to your complaint. Marto, you said. In Posik, you dalit. You said, I cannot alone. Losis is called many for it's too heavy for me to carry the Lord all by myself. So Hashem says, This is the response that gathered the 70 people. And as we'll see, that Rashi will say, in the Posik will say, Posik is at the end. 
They will carry with you the load of the people of the nation and then you won't carry yourself. So this is the response. And therefore Hashem is telling him now that he should collect, he should gather 70 people. And again, we'll see later on how they were um, how they were gathered. I mean, they picked out 72 and then they, from the 72, they picked out a lottery. Uh, each uh, tribe had representation, how many elders from each tribe. And then there was a lottery um, for two, which two weren't going to be because it came out more. We'll see later on the rush. But Rashi asks, it seems now that this is the first time that we're going to do with, deal with this Kenim. Where were the earlier, the first elders? There were elders already before. Seems like Moshe Rabbeinu is going to choose them now. This is talking about in the second year already in year, after a year by the camp. But yet, back in, Yerusha, in Mitzrayim, but they were also sitting with them, these elders, already in Mitzrayim. Because in the Posig in Shmois, Gimel, Posig Tazayin, when Hashem was originally telling Moshe Rabbeinu and convincing him to go to take the Bnei Yisrael out of Mitzrayim, Hashem says, and to do the Oisus, so Hashem says, Leich Safto Zikna Yisrael. Go and gather the elders of Israel. Now, Rashi's of the assumption that if those elders of Israel were still around, then uh, it doesn't make sense that we're going to go start choosing other 70 elders. Uh, doesn't say anywhere, I mean, that's what Rashi's going to explain now, but unless we have an explanation, we have really no reason to say that those elders... Uh, either died, but this was right before Mitzrayim, this was already towards the end, or all the elders all of a sudden uh, are not there, it seems a little strange. So Rashi says, what happened to them? Now, to say that Hashem rejected them, uh, because in our passage we see that Hashem wanted that they should be from those that the elders and the policemen. Now, the Elders that uh, the Apostle talks about over there, I mean, that was talking about already after the Jews were serving in Mitzrayim and working for the Egyptians. Presumably that uh, those Zikanim uh, that were there at that time were also of the Shaitrim, and uh, uh, those were the Zikanim that were fitting to, um, to serve. Rashi over there in Posik Tezayin in Shmois in uh, Peregimel, Rashi says that Zikna Yisrael also means Miyuchodim Li Yeshiva. They were uh, designated for, uh, you know, sitting in the meetings, and uh, meaning that Rashi says we cannot say Zikanim Stam, just elders, because how can you gather? Zikanim uh, of 600,000. So that means that they were Zikanim with Hashivus. So Rashi answers, Ela be'esh tave'ira meisu. That they died in the fire of the tave'ira. 
Rashi brought down earlier in Pasuk Aleph, Rashi brought down that when it says, Biktsei HaMachane, Rashi brought down two interpretations. One of them means in the degraded ones, the Eid of Rav, and the Pshim of says, It's also in the edge, but in the upper edge. So they died in the Eish Tavaira. And that's why it was necessary to find new Zikanim. Now, for some reason, Rashi over here starting to explain why they died. Uh, but that they died, it's written over there before in uh, Pasuk Aleph, according to Rishim Manasya. Here Rashi is referencing over there. Uh, but the fact Rashi just says, over there Rashi brings down from Rishim Manasya. In the title B'Kitzah Machane, maybe it's not the Pashti Pshat. But over here, since we're coming to this Pasuk, and it says, And we have a problem, what happened with them? So therefore, Rashi concludes over here that we have to say that they actually died in the Beish Tavet. So Rashi wants to know, therefore, why Take did this him if they were such elders? And they were reputable people. How come they actually died? So Rashi uh, that really they were fit for this to die from Sinai so it wasn't something over here that they did uh, to deserve death now what happened over there Rashi doesn't explain why they died over there uh, but some some before him explained that the uh, elders uh, didn't protest enough, um, and um, the, they carried responsibility because they uh, they should have protested. So they um, they died over here. But this was only, as Rash is going to explain now, um, sort of a culmination. They were fit already to die from before by Sinai, Dixi, because by Pasuk in Shmois and Perik Chavdal Pasuk in Aleph it says VaYechezu Es Holikim. So this is in Pashas Mishpatim. So in Pasuk Tes it says there VaYal Moshe VaAron Nodav Avihu VeShivim Ezikne Yisrael. So Nodav and Avihu and the seventy of the elders of Israel. Now uh, we see uh, the Zikene mentioned there too. But Rashi doesn't bring this passing earlier when he says, uh, because Rashi wants to bring that even Mitzrayim, it says, So, in a way, in this passing, it says, there was Shivi So there was already the number 70 was uh, important, and that's in, uh, in, 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 in Perik Tess, which is. Um, by Matan Torah. But since Rashi wants to bring the question that we even had Zikanim before that, uh, and presumably that these were the same Zikanim. So even though that in the in in in, in Lech Vasafta Zikna Yisrael doesn't say Shivim Zikna Yisrael, 
But since the Pasuk over here in Pasuk test says, Vishivi Mizikna Yisrael, it's following the Zikna Yisrael that we mentioned earlier. So there were 70 of those Zikna Yisrael. Now in Pasuk Yud it says over there, Vayiru Es Elike Yisrael. Um, and they saw Es Elike Yisrael. In the Pasuk Yud Aleph it says, Vayechzu Es Elikim. Um, Rashi over here says Vayechazu es halikim, and Rashi says from the second post Vayechazu es halikim. Rashi nogu kalos roish because they conducted themselves with lightheadedness, and what does it mean lightheadedness? Which means kinoishech pitoi umedaber bifnei hamelech, like one who bites into his bread and is speaking in front of the king, which means it's a disrespect from the king. So. The fact that it says in the Pasuk over there, Vayechzu es elikim, Vayechlu, Vayishtu, Rashi brings down the beginning of the Pasuk, Vayechzu es elikim, and then it says, Vayechlu, Vayishtu, so they were like biting their bread and talking for the king. In this case, they were biting the bread and they were looking at the elikim. And Rashi says over there, Vayechzu es elikim, Rashi says, Hoi mistaklim by belief gas metechachilu ushtiyah, they were looking for him, they were looking at Elikim from a gas, from a chiloshtia, uh, similar to the Rashi uses here, the Loshon Kalus Roish, Kineshech Pitoi. But it was Vayechazu es Elikim, Vayechlu Vayishtu. And Rashi over there also says, from the fact that it says, Vatzile Bnei Yisrael Lesholach Yodoi, is mashma from right there, Miklal Shoyeruin Mishtalayich Bamyad, that they deserve to be punished by death. But already in the first Pasuk over there, in Pasuk Yud, when it says, Vayiros Eleke Yisrael, over there Rashi just brings down, Nistaklu Vehitzitzu Vinishai Misa. They were already liable for death. I mean, we have to sort out over there itself, because in the first Pasuk already, it says, Vayisu, Vayiros Eleke Yisrael, Vinishai Misa. It doesn't say anything about Achille Shti and no Leiv Gas, and no like Kalos Rosh, as Rashi says over here. Over there it seems like, Nistaklu Vehitzitzu, and uh, Rashi brings down over there that uh, Hashem waited uh, for them, as Rashi is going to say over here, but it seems like already the Vayiros Eleke Yisrael was already Chiyuv Misa, even though in the Pasuk Velatzile says the next Pasuk Velatzile Bnei Yisrael Asholach Yodoi, and then it says, So maybe that's an explanation of what is the Nistaklo Vihitzitsu together with the Echila. It seems like it's two, maybe two separate things. But that needs to be sorted out a little bit. But Rashi says, over here too, Rashi says, They ate and they drank. That means that this is a type of a former, uh, form of Kalus Roish, like Neusheh and talking to the king. That the, uh, the, the Rashi brings down that so Hashem didn't want to give any morning right then and there to Sholach uh, Yodai over there and over here when it came to the Tavera he uh, he punished them over here and again Rashi is explaining it over here because at this post it becomes clear that he needed other Shivim Ish, the other ones weren't available. Now, over there too, in addition to the Zikainim, there were also Nodav and Aviyu. And Rashi says over there that Nodav and Aviyu 
Hashem waited till Chanukah Samishkon. That was till Rosh Chodesh Nisan, in which we learned the whole story in the uh, in the parsha. With the pasuk relates Vatetzi Eish Belifnei Hashem Vatoychaloisom. So even though uh, over there too in the pasuk and in the Rashi's it says that uh, there were other averis that they were guilty of, and Rashi brings down various different interpretations. But it also all began because of the uh, chiyuv uh, that they obligated themselves uh, for Misa in the fact that they and Hashem waited for them until that time but there was another reason over here by Taveira there was another reason over there was another reason and Rashi brings down also over there in, in Shemois in, in Pasuk Yud uh, all these Pesukim over here by Yihigam over there, Rashi doesn't have any hesitation, as Rashi over here brings down two opinions, and he brings down the second one, he brings it down in the name of Rav Shem Over there, Rashi brings it down in Shemois, Rashi brings it down to Pashtas. Rashi says, Liskeini Hashem waited till Vayom Kimisayinu Vatil Vameish Hashem Vatech Bikzeyamachne Bikzeyinu Shemamachne. As if it's the simple pshat. Over here, Rashi doesn't bring down the simple pshat. And then again, if the pikzinim is smashma, the, the simple pshat, um, so Rashi should have, this whole Rashi, Rashi wants to find out what happened to the Shivan Skate, why would they die, Beishtaveda, um, or the whole Ruvimakach Messinai. Rashi should have explained this in the previous Pasik, but Rashi already said it in Pasha Shemois. So there's maybe no reason for Rashi to say it again in 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 Bikzeyamachne. Why? So then, why does Rashi have to explain it over here? So they need to look in still in all these details. It's interesting in Parshis Yisra in Perik of uh, in Pasuk of Gimel in the Rashi, when Yisra was advising Moshe Rabbeinu, and he says him to appoint all the other judges. He says in Pesach of Gimel, Hashem will agree to it. Rashi says, and then you will be able to stand. Then it says, and all these, also all these people will come in peace. So one would think, is referring to is referring to the people because they'll be able to. Uh, uh, have more judges, but Rashi teaches differently over there. Rashi says, So Rashi it means The and the seventy elders that are now with you, they are Why Rashi teaches that? We're not going to get into that. We have to explain over there. See what the reason is. But we see interesting. That at this point, when Yisra was giving the advice, which even whether Yisra came before Matan Torah or Yisra, but the whole procedure of choosing the uh, took had to take place after Yom Kippur because Moshe Rabbeinu was on the mountain the whole time from Har Sinai, and uh, as Rashi brought down in the beginning of Parshas Yisra, so this whole thing had to take place after Moshe Rabbeinu came down after Yom Kippur, so. At that point, still, the Omazed that were Nilvim Ato Imoch that were working together with Moshe Rabbeinu, it says specifically we had Nodav and Aviu, 
and we had the Shivim Zikenim. Elozer in the summer apparently didn't so much come into the picture. Um, sometimes I noticed that we only mention Nodav Aviyu, don't mention Elozer in the summer, because Elozer in the summer being the younger sons, they were maybe only later on that they came in and uh, became in charge. Of course, they were in charge. We see that after Nodav Aviyu died, they, take, they took over. They were in charge of the Levim and the Elozer uh, yeah, and, and, and summer, But at this point, Rashi brings down when the older brothers were there, not the Vanaviu, they were the one in charge. But it's interesting that Rashi specifically says over there the Shivim Zikanim. And these were the same Shivim Zikanim. So now we're talking about the Zikanim uh, at the time of Leich Vasafta Zikni Yisro. Rashi brings down the Mitzrayim. And before we had also the, before Matan Torah and Parshish Yisroi. The Pesach talks specifically about the Shiva Mezikna Yisrael. And here, and, and then here when Rashi is referring to those Shiva Mezikna Yisrael in the advice that Moshe Rabbeinu is giving them. So this is all along that Shiva Mezikna Yisrael. And they all perished, Rashi learns in the Pashtus in the Tabeiro. And uh, then, um, um, and then we had to choose new... Um, New Zikanim. Now, what happens in according to the Mandomar that says that Bikzea Machna means the Eid of Rav? Rashi doesn't address that because in Rashi, in all the Rashi sign Shmoisens over here, Rashi assumes that they died with Bitaveda. Now, maybe even if we don't learn uh, that Bikzea uh, Machna means uh, the um, distinguished of the Machane, the Ketzinim Shebem of Gedelim, it could still be that they died there, during the Tavera, they died over there. Uh, now, in Posik Yudalad, before the Posik says, Moshe Rabbeinu was complaining, it seems like maybe after the Tavera, because they just uh, so now Moshe uh, Rabbeinu is saying uh, because all of a sudden he turns out to be alone I mean the Pasuk doesn't say anything about this uh, but uh, after the Tavera uh, and the Safsuf Kirbo he started again with the uh, with the complaints uh, now Moshe says because he doesn't have any more the Shivim Zikanim. Still, ha- he still had Aaron and the and uh, and the laws of his summer Now, uh, from Rashi, it seems over there that uh, making the Sore Alofim, the Sore Meis, that uh, Yisri was advising him over here. Would be since they implemented it. So why does Moshe Rabbeinu say Probably judgment is one thing, but complaints about uh, meat and this thing that those are a different. That's at a different level, and uh, even though Yisrael was saying to him those who are helping you now, that only helped for. Or together with the Shivim Zikanim. Maybe the Shivim Zikanim had more of a role 
not in judgment. And now that the Shimon's Kenim died, he complained, So that's why Hashem says, And therefore, you know, you don't have the older Zikanim, so now, but it's kind of really strange that um, seems like they just lost him. It seems that it follows because the one story follows immediately the other as the Rashi touched over here in Pasuk Dalet, the Loshon of Vayoshuvu Vayivku. So what does it mean? So Rashi touches that Gabbene Yisrael Vayivku Imohem that they cried with them uh, seems like by Yeshuvu they returned, they went back to the previous um, complaining, you know, in other words, they already settled with the Tavera and now by Yeshuvu. But it's mashma that this taking place one after the other. So he just lost his Shivim Zikanim and right away he says, and uh, Hashem is giving the other Zikanim. All right. Now, the Pasik says which kind of shaitrim should he choose? He should take Asher Yodaito, that you know. So, what is the added? Tari could have just said, Shimish Mzikna Yisrael and Vishaitrov. What is the Asher Yodaito came Zikne Ha'om? Vishaitrov, that you know, Zukhtarashi. Oison, you should gather those shatomakir that you recognize, that you know shenismanu aleim shaitrim b'mitzrayim b'avedus perach, that they were appointed on them police in Mitzrayim in the back in the back breaking labor. And the yidden, these shaitrim would have mercy on the yidden. Umukim, and they were beaten. The shaitan will beat now Yodam for them because the Yidin did not provide the enough. They were beaten. Shinamar, as the Posik says, the Shmei say, Posik Yudalit, by Yuku Shaitre B'nei Yisrael. So because they were beaten for them, the Shaitre B'nei Yisrael. So he says, so those Shatomakir, the Yodaito, that they are the Shaitre. That they were the elders and the shaitrim of Israel. So now they should be appointed for the greatness, for the Atzolos Aruach. Just as they have been pained with their troubles, so now they should get the reward. Rashi also in Shemois, in, 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 in Perik Hei, Posik uh, Yudalad, Rashi brings down by Yukush Shoitre Bnei Yisrael. So Rashi, the Shoitre Yisrael Mori Vachosuim Al Chavere Meledochkom. So when it says here Mukim Al Yodom, means what does it mean Al Yodom? Because they were had pity on them from pushing them. Ukshoy Mashlimin Rashi says there Alavenim Lenechsim Shemitzdim when they would bring the bricks to the Nechsim who were Egyptians. And there was missing chosim and aschum was lacking from their mouth. Hoyimalkin oisam they would beat the shaitrim al shaloi dochko seisam melocha because they didn't push those who were supposed to do the work. And Rashi says lefikos zochu oisam shaitrim liyos sanhedrin. Those police merited to be the sanhedrin. 
And from the Ruach, from the Spirit of Moshe, was placed in them. As Rashi says, the post says, Shnemar is for the Shas for the Shim Mishim Zikne Israel Shayyadaito. And Rashi again, Ma'oisim Shayyadaita, Toypashos in Mitzrayim. From those that you know the goodness they did in Mitzrayim, is Kehem Zikne Om Bishetrov. For they are the elders of the people and their policemen, those that you know good things that they did. They are to be the elders. Or they are the elders in the Shaitra. Now we only hear, see here how they were chosen, the elders over here, and why they were chosen, and uh, why they got this privilege. But we don't have a, a, an explanation uh, why the original 70 were chosen. And one um, can ask, Rashi said before they were miyuchodim yeshiva, and we learned the shiva mishmizik in Yisrael, and one could ask, uh, why then weren't these people that were uh, the Shoitrim and the uh, Zikne then, why did they not at that point uh, be chosen as the 70? Uh, could it be that even though they were 70 and maybe they were chosen and maybe they were also people that were the Shoitrim? And but because they so they perished, so we had to give another ones from the same Ziknistral, or maybe there was some other thing. After the Pasik says that you choose the Zikne in Israel, so then it says, take them to the Elmaid. Now, what does it mean to take them? Zokrashi doesn't mean physically take them. Rashi says before by Kachesari that it doesn't mean taking physically, but rather take them with words. Meaning, uh, you're taking them, capture their uh, their hearts. Ashreichem shenismanisem How lucky you are that you have been appointed parnosim al bonov shalmokim to be in charge, to be parnosim, to be those who are uh, supporters of the sons of Hashem, and that's a privilege. So therefore, take them, con- take, give them to understand their fortune, and take them to the oil mine. And then it says further, So the extra lashon besides taking that they should stand there with you is coming to teach us Rashi, stand there and stay there, Yisrael, so that in order for the Yisrael for the Yidden to see. So they will conduct with them greatness and honor. They will accept that. And they will say, because they're standing there together with Moshe, that these are dear, that they went into, they went in together with Moshe, to listen from HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem's word. Because always it was Moshe Rabbeinu who would go in to listen to Hashem. And this time it looks like taking, they didn't just take him to the oil Moyed in the outside. It looks like Rashi says, They went inside, didn't take him to the oil Moyed on the outside, they took him inside of the oil Moyed. And they were stationed there, meaning they went in to listen to the Dibur Mipi HaKadosh Baruch 
Now, even though in the next passage Rashi will say clearly that Hashem will speak with Moshe, and not, Rashi says, and not with them. But Rashi is not saying here that the people will say, it's not like they're not going to know, they're going to think that Hashem spoke to them. And it's sort of not true, but they were entering with Moshe to hear, not them to hear, that Moshe should hear Dibur Mipi HaKadosh Baruch They didn't hear, Rashi doesn't say they're going to hear. They enter with Moshe so that Moshe will hear the Dibur from HaKadosh Baruch So Posse Yudzayin. Vioraditi and I will descend. Shem is saying he will descend into the oil moed. Vidibarti imchosham and I will speak with you over there, meaning just with Moshe, while the other shivim are in the oil moed with him. And what is Hashem saying to him over there? Lechayira, we have to say what it says later on. Pasukut Ches velom toimer. What he should say to the people. But Hashem says, I will speak to you there. And uh, they went into the Shmoy Dibur Mepia Kodjbach Rashi before. So Hashem speaks to him. And Rashi says, the Pasuk says, Va'otzalti min haruach. I will separate from the spirit Asher Olecho that's upon you, which is upon Moshe, Vesamti Alehem, and I will place on them. As Rashi will say that he's going to increase that they too will have not that it's going to take away anything from Moshe Rabbeinu it's like Madlik Ner Miner um, and the Nosu Itoch so therefore they will carry with you uh, meaning that they have to carry carry means that there is a load over there as Rashi will explain that it is something which, no matter, notwithstanding the fact that this Ashreichim, as the Pasik said before, but Rashi says it's conditional that they will have to carry with you in the load of the nation. Then you will not carry alone, as you said, that I cannot do it alone. Again, like I mentioned before, this just seemed to he just seemed to lose the seventy ish right here, and already Hashem is giving him back, so he shouldn't be uh, dealing with it alone. Posikut Zayin Rashi, Rashi v'yoraditi, and I will descend. Zokrashi zu achas meser yiritza ksuvis b'Torah. This is one of the ten times we find the Torah says that he descended. And Hashem descended over here for this particular purpose, in this case, to uh, speak to him and to, uh, but generally speaking, it wasn't a special Yurida. So over there, Hashem would speak to him from the oil of Mayit. That happened by Dabashem and Moshe. But we don't say a Yurida over there. There wasn't a special descent. Like Vayenid Hashem al-Har Sinai is one of them, the descent. Uh, in all other cases, it's not a descent. In, in the case of he went for the oil moed, he talked with Ben Shnei that wasn't in a way of a descent. But here was a purpose of a descent, also to Vatsalti Min Haruach, just for the Barti Im that doesn't seem that that would be a reason, because Shem always spoke to him. But in any event, it was one of the ten Yeridis that the Torah says, Vidbarti Im, 
Zaktrashi, but Veloi Mohem, but I'm not with them, just with you, and not with them. But the Barti Imcho Shom. Then Zaktrashi, Veotsalti Minharuach. The word Veotsalti means separate. Hashem will separate. But the, the Rashi brings down Kitargumoi, Veotsalti means I will increase, meaning. Hashem took the spiritual motion and increased it by separating it to other people. And the word of Atsile uh, increased uh, with the, that would increase the Ruach is Kemoivel Atsile Bnei Yisrael, which is talking about those who the increased uh, amongst the Bnei Yisrael with the spirit of Hashem, which is the passage that Rashi, the Rashi talked about before. Uh, when they saw Hashem, and over there, the Pasi Rashi didn't bring down the Pasi Gatzile Bnei Yisrael, but we're talking about over there about Aaron, I brought down before the Rashi over there, Aaron, Anodava Avihu, and not Aaron, Anodava Avihu, and the Ayn Zikanim. Uh, they were the Atsile, they were the ones that were increased with that spirit from motion, because the Torah says that they had Vayiru Aseleke Yisrael. So, this is the meaning of here Vayotzalti, to separate and to increase from the spirit upon them. Now, the Pesach says, Vesamti Alem, I'll pace on them. So, Rashi, it doesn't mean that there's something missing because you're taking from Moshe Rabbein on them. What could Moshe be compared at that time? That you had a light was laying on top of a candelabra. Uh, why is it important? There's a nair. But Rashi says a nair laying on a nair. And everybody lights from that neir, and the light isn't missing anything. So the point of is trying to say that even though it's out in the Ruach, but it didn't take away from Moshe, even notwithstanding that all the 70 elders got from the Ruach. Why um, Just because the nature of it is that we hold a Menorah, and then everybody needs to light lights from that Menorah. Apparently, that's the way the people kept the lights, is keeping a light on all the time on the menorah, and everybody would light from there. So Moshe Rabbeinu was in that Bechina that everybody lit from him. Lit from him. And they will carry with you. Rashi, this was Hashem conditioned with them, with the elders, hinted in the language of a Nosu Itoch, they will carry with you. On the condition they're taking the load so that they will accept the troubles of my sons. Because they are, uh, are troubles and they are uh, defiant. Uh, and still you gotta, you gotta carry them. And um, as the Pasuk says, Moshe Rabbeinu was complaining even before when Hashem said to him, uh, he says to Tzavim that Hashem told him that he should. I'm going to ask you, certainly, Meschem, even Rashem, and Chetacharfen, Meschem, by Tzavim of Bnei Yisrael. So, and then the Pasuk says, And this is the answer 
This you said, I can't alone. So then, so Rashi started Posik the Zayin. Both cases, here again, Rashi Two responses, but in the beginning it starts off. Esfali, this is going to be the response that starts off by carrying the 70 ish, but here is the answer that specifically that it's interesting Rashi starts off the post design with the same lotion like he finishes the post design post has continues and to the people you shall say usually means sanctify yourself uh, prepare yourself in a holy way but uh, here they're going to get punished. So Rashi is going to explain that preparation, any preparation, even a preparation for something bad that is going to come, uh, is also called in language, his kachu means prepare yourself. So prepare yourself for the for tomorrow, for the next day, for tomorrow. And you'll eat meat. For you had cried. In God's eyes, in God's ears, saying, and as Rashi said before, that it says, "Be Ozne, they were boichim." That was in the beginning by the Messianim of there. It says, "Be Ozne Hashem," and Rashi says that they wanted to that it should enter his ears. So it's almost the same lotion over here. But this is talking about specifically. About the um, the uh, taiva over here, kibris uh, taiva. I don't think there's says the lotion in the previous in Hashem that was said by the misoninim, but nevertheless, it's also Hashem You cried in God's ears, lamer saying, "Mi Who is going to feed us meat? Kitoiv lono For it was good for us in Egypt. God will give you meat, eat. Now they had a lot of complaints. One of the complaints was that they wanted meat, then they know that the fish, and then they didn't have the mon only tasted uh, like these things and not like the other things. So, but the one complaint that they stand out and uh, was the fact that they asked for meat. Trashi is kachu. Hazminu atzmechem lepuranus, prepare yourself for the punishment. V'chein hu oimer, we find also in another place, in Yirmiya, Pairik Yudbeis Pasi Gimel, in preparation for punishment, it says, V'hakdishem liyem harego. This was Yirmiya, when he was praying for the destruction of the Rishoyim, so he says, Hakdishem, prepare them, uh, so, that in the day of death they will all be killed and nobody will be left over. So that is the idea of his kachu over here, prepare yourself for punishment. Posecutes, loy yoim echod toichlum, not just one day will you eat, loy yoimoyim, not two days, loy chamisha yom, not just 50, five, five days, loy asoro yom, not even only for 10 days. And not even for 20 days. Pasuk Chav continues, Ad Chodesh Yomim. Up till a month. Up till a month you will eat it. Ad Asher Yetzim Me'apchem. 
till it will go out of your noses, meaning, as Rashi says, you'll be so, with the meat, you'll be disgusted with it. You wouldn't want it anymore. And it will be to you uh, strange, something that you don't want anymore. We'll see Rashi going to explain the word Zoro over here with an Aleph. It will be to you Zoro. Yan, and the reason is, You have rejected Hashem that is amongst you. As Rashi will explain, the fact that I'm amongst you gave you this arrogance that you uh, keep on complaining, you need meat and other things. And you cried before him, saying, as we learned before, Why is this that we went out of Egypt? Now, we see here the Pasik is going through a day, two days, five days, ten days, twenty days, and Chaydish Yomim. Now, in, later on we'll see in the Pasik that it's even more than that. The Torah says that the meat was still in between their teeth. As the Pasik of Madgimel and Perikid Beis, had Bostor, it doesn't mention Nehem, Terim Yukoris, Va'af Hashem Choroboam, Va'yach Hashem Boam Makarab So, Rashi is going to explain that there were various different levels. The furthest level at Chodesh Yomim up till a month, Zubek Shedim. Shedim means those who were uh, amongst the evil, already the better ones. Doesn't mean really Shedim, means Shedim better than the, than the worst ones. Seems like the other people convinced them, it says that by Yoshuv Vayivku Gambane Yisrael, and uh, apparently among them they were more, they were worse and, and better. So the month was given to those that were kosher, they would weaken uh, over time on their beds, and then their soul would leave them. So they took a whole month. From this we understand that the levels of two days, five days, ten days, depending on the level of Rishus. Rashi doesn't say Beferish, but that's where it comes out. And then it says, and by the evil, the Pasuk says later on, Pasuk Gimel, that even while the meat was still among the, between their teeth, uh, that uh, they were punished right away. So it turns out that the evil got punished immediately, and the best got punished after a month, and probably everybody else in the middle. This is the way in Sifri. So it turns out that dying a month is better than, is less punishment than dying immediately. But but in the Mechilta it's just the opposite. They were in pain. They were in torture for 30 days. So it's worse to Chodesh Yom. And this that it says later on in Posik Lamed Gimel is that over there it was while it was still in their teeth. So it means that that was to their benefit so that they died immediately. What is the meaning? Through your noses. It means, as the Targum renders it, you'll become disgusted, repulsive, in that you don't, can't, can't take it. It will appear to you. Why we say go out of your noses? It 
seems to you as if you ate from it more than you want to the extent you're so stuffed that it comes out, it bursts out, it goes to the outside through the through the nose. So that's why it's called Yetzim Abchem, but it means that you'll be disgusted by it. Bahayulachem Lazara. So what does it mean by Lachem Lazara? Lazara with a out with a hay or a lazar means a stranger. So possible means you tiyu marachkin oisai yoiser mima shekidaftam. It'll be to you a stranger, meaning that you will distant it, you will hate it, you won't like it more than you brought it close. Now, let's talk about perhaps before they die, because eventually they will all die, so uh, in the meantime, uh, I mean, if the Rishoyim the one that died right away, then only the ones that, whatever, I mean, those who didn't die right away would be Lizora. And Rashi brings down, still the word Zora apparently is not so clear, because it's usually with a hay. So Rashi brings down, I saw in the words of Ramesh Adarshan, there is a uh, language, there is some uh, language in between the nation's languages that they would call the sword Zoro. So, meaning, it'll be like a sword to you, and actually, the Pasik says, um, Hashem smit them, and this was the like a sword, like a maka for them. And that is the meaning of the word Zor over here, according to the Moshe Now, the Pasik uses Loshin, Yan, why Hashem is going to punish them, Kima'as them, because they have rejected this Hashem Hashem Rekirbechem. So she says, Ma'as them is Hashem, what is Hashem Rekirbechem? So, Trashi. Had I not planted my divine amongst you, then your hearts wouldn't be arrogant to enter to all these items that you want, this kind of food, that kind of food, and the meat and all the complaints. So it's sort of a reason because you considered yourself uh, especially when your hearts were haughty, and that's why you amassed as Hashem. So after so Moshe, so Moshe says to Hashem, six hundred thousand people are the feet of this nation that I'm amongst him. Ba'ato Marto and you say Basar Etin Lahem that I will give them meat so that they will eat for a month, as he continues to question that Moshe Rabbeinu in the uh, next Shukim. Zakrashi Sheish Meis Elif Ragli uh six hundred thousand Zakrashi Lichoshlimnis Esaprat he did not uh, worry and uh, care about uh, counting the details because there was actually 603,000. He says, He doesn't say, So he didn't count, he didn't worry about counting the extra 3,000. 
Bamison and the Pasig, there was not only 603,000, but 550. Uh, Rashi doesn't even mention it over here, that Lechosh Limnes Esaprat Shlesh Alof Maiser Mechamesh Meiz Mechamishim. Perhaps that is so evident that we don't have to count the uh, numbers, the hundreds, when we're trying to say the thousands, and we don't even have to say that he's not worried about counting those 3,000. Uh, this extra 550, so we don't even have to mention that, but that's self-understood. And maybe that's why Rashi only brings down the Shloishas Alofim Hayisei. Rashi quotes Vaita, but Ramesha Adarshan Pirish, Ramesha Adarshan, he interpreted Shalaybachu Eloisan Shayotsu Mimitzrayim. That only those who went out of Mitzrayim are the ones that, um, that cried. Rashi is referring to the fact that in uh, when they went out of Mitzrayim, over there it also says in the Pasik it was Sheish Meis Elef. That's in uh, Pasik Lamedzai in Perikit Beis in Shemois. It says, Vayistu Bnei Yisro Meramsi Sukoiso, Kisheish Meis Elef Ragli. So this was the Oisom Shiyotsu Mi Mitzrayim. So according to the Ramosha Adarshan, even though the Pasuk says, Kishesh Meis Elef, but it's talking about 600,000, they didn't have at that time 603,000. Uh, at that time they actually had, so 3,000 was added after they left Mitzrayim. Uh, so when Rashi uh, brings down uh, before about the two counts in Emperik um, Lamed Pasuk Tezayin, that the two counts that took place um, um, in the, uh, the the parsha of Kisiso and that that took place in the parsha of Bamidbar were done in the same in the same year, and that's why the number six hundred and three five hundred and fifty uh, is exactly the same in both, even though separate counts. And Rashi already brought down also in the beginning of Parshas Bamidbar that the Eivshter counts them all the time when they went out of Mitzrayim. But over here, there's not yet different. Over here, Rashi, that was a different year, and it was not the same uh, uh, amount, and therefore a different, different number. So we see uh, from this Ramesh Adarshan that there was actually a different number. There was 600,000 without the three, as opposed to the um, 603, 550, which came uh, later on in the second year, um, uh, of uh, which means second year here, meaning not Litzis Mitzrayim as we the Pesach talks about, but Lagabe Minish Nuseim, as Rashi says over there, when you count the years of the person that goes from Tishrei. So that's why the second two numbers were the same, but there was that difference in three thousand. So Pesach of base, so Moshe Rabbeinu continues and says to Hashem, Hatzenu Bokor Yishochet Lahem. If sheep and cattle were slaughtered for them, would that be sufficient for them? Uh, if you gathered all the fish of the sea, would that be enough? Uh, now, as we learned before, uh, the Yidden were basically asking for two things. First, they said that uh, they talked about uh, the Bosor. As in Perikudala Posigdala, they said, Miyachileinu Bosar, so they asked for Bosar. Uh, and then they said, Zoharno Esadogo, that we remember the, the fish. So here, uh, he's basically saying both. He says, and then when Posigd Gimel, 
uh, earlier the Moshe Rabbeinu says Ma'ayin li basar, where do I have basar? Now Rashi already said before that they had a lot of cattle themselves and there was really just a complaint that they were complaining. So, uh, and Rashi, uh, Rashi looked like that there was no shortage even if they, they wanted to eat meat, that plenty of meat that they own from their own cattle that they brought along. Uh, but still, Moshe Rabbeinu was questioning how there can be enough Tzaynu uh, Bakar for them to um, to satisfy all of them. Let's do the Rashi. Tzaynu Bakar Yishachet. So Rashi is the Achad Marbo Advarim Shlohoya Rabaki V'Deirish V'Ein Rabshim V'Deirish Kemaisa. This is one of the four items that Rabaki would expound, but Rabshim did not expound like him, did not accept this. Rabbi Kiva says, Sheish meis elef ragli v'ato marto basar etin lehem v'ochlu chedish yomim. There's 600,000 people and you say that I'm going to give them meat so that they can have for a month. Hatsoinu bakar, can you shech them? Hakoil kimashmoi. It means everything is as the simple meaning. Miyaspik lam, is it then going to be sufficient for them? And the lotion of umotso lehem, we find this ki inyan shenemer, like we find ve'ikro chafei poskavov, he will find enough money in order to redeem the field over there. So, meaning it will be sufficient. means it will be sufficient so that he can. means it will be sufficient. He will find enough to redeem. Over here, it will find enough to feed them. So, then the question is So, which one is a more difficult uh, sin? Zu. Saying, questioning Hashem, whether Hashem can provide it. Oy, or what we're going to learn later on, by uh, listen to the rebellious in which he hit the uh, stick as and he was punished for. And over there, he got punished not to go to Eretz Yisrael. And over here, uh, Hashem just let it slide. We didn't, didn't, so how come? This is more difficult, it seems. Because he didn't say it publicly. So Hashem spears him, or the Pasuk spears him, and he did not uh, collect from him, he did not, wasn't punished for it. But the other one, that was uh, openly in front of all the people. Uh, that's why the Pasuk, the verse, did not spare him, and that's why he got punished. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, Chas v'shol, God forbid. It did not enter the mind of that righteous person of Moshe Rabbeinu such a question. Mi by one who it's written with regards to him. In Bamidbar Yud Zayin, as we will see shortly, Bechol who in all my house he is trustworthy. Hashem is testifying with regards, saying about Moshe Rabbeinu. When Aaron and Miriam, when they spoke uh, against Moshe, Yoimer maspik lonu, that should say that Hashem cannot uh, uh, supply us. But this is what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying. Sheish meyeselv ragli v'ato amarta boser etim l'choydish yomim you're saying, the 600,000, you're saying that you will give them uh, meat for a month, and then you are going to kill such a great nation, a large nation. So, uh, these sheep and cattle uh, should be killed 
in order uh, uh, in order to later on to go ahead, you're going to slaughter all these sheep and cattle in order to they should be killed. Which means this will be their last meal, that this will be satisfying for them forever. They're not going to eat anymore. Is then that your praise? You tell the donkey, go ahead and eat this measure of barley. We'll cut off your head. So the Pasik is that according to this chat is according to Shimon, and this will happen to them. You must call this will happen for them that you will kill them. That's his question. Uh, so what is Heshiva Kodesh Baruch Hu Hashem responded to him? This is in the following Pasik, the Pasik of Gimel, explaining the Pasik of Gimel now. So Hashem responds to him, um I'm not gonna give Yemirusha Kotsre Yadi. Because also the next Pasik in the simple context, the next Pasik says, Hashem says, Can I not Yadashem Tiksor? That is Hashem's hand short, that would seem to say that Moshe Rabbeinu was questioning whether Hashem can provide. But Rab Shimon learns it that Hashem Hashem Tiksor means that people will say, they won't say that is because Hashem doesn't want to do it and then punish him like that, but they will say yodi, that I don't have the ability. So he's saying, Why should people say that? Is it better in your eyes that Hashem's hand will be short, that He can't provide it? May they all be lost a hundred times as many as them. My hand should not be short. For them, even for one while, so that they think that I can't provide it. So that's what Rabbi Shimon learns in the Pasik of Gimel. So the Pasik of Gimel. By Yemer Hashem al Moshe, so according to Rabbi Kivim Mepashtus, Hashem says to Moshe, Yod Hashem Tiktor, is Hashem's hand short? After Sira, now you will see, Hayikri Chodavari, Imloi, whether my words will happen or not. After Sikra, I see Hayikha, so according, that's according to Rabbi Kivim, the Pashtip Shad, we're learning now. So Rashi, Rabbi Gamliel, Benoishel, Rabbi Yehuda, Nosi Oimer, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Gamliel, the son of Rabbi Yehuda, Nosi says, Yevshel Lamed ala Tofel. So the lotion of the Pesach, it says, Atosira, now you will see. So Rabbi Gamliel, Benoishel, Rabbi Yehuda, Nosi says that uh, there was an additional discussion between Moshe and, and Hashem, which is not recorded over here in the Pesach, and that explains what Hashem is saying, Atosira, now you will see. First Hashem says, Ayad Hashem Tiktor, Hashem can provide it. And then he says, Atosira. So, uh, so basically, uh, he says that, Yevshel, Amesh Rabbeinu said, Yevshel Lamed Allah Tofu. It's impossible to stand and to settle on this argument that they're trying to uh, complain, and they're complaining. Since all what they're seeking was is a pretext to complain, you won't be enough to give them anyways, regardless. Uh, in the end, they will still uh, find fault uh, after you. They will still uh, not be acceptable to them. If you're going to give them the food of a, the meat of a of a large animal, 
they're gonna say daka bekash. We want the meat from a thin animal. And if you're gonna give them a th- meat of a thin animal, they'll say we want a thick animal. We want a, a, an animal. We want a bird. Dogim bechagovim. We want chay is the uh, wild animals from the wild and untamed animals, or we want a bird. We want dogim chagovim bekashnum. We want fish. We want the grasshoppers. Amar loy. Hashem said him Cain. If so, yemru shekotzriyadi. They will say that I can't supply. So not doing it is not going to help them. Amar lefonov. So I'm going to go and appease them. Amar loy Hashem says atosira yikrechod dvorit. Now you will see whether uh, my words is going to happen. What does it mean? That they're not going to listen to you. So Moshe Rabbeinu went to appease them. He says, short. He beat the rock and water flowed. Can he uh, question if he can give bread? Amru. Uh, so they said, uh, it's, This is a compromise. You know, they're compromising Hashem's power. He can give. He doesn't have the power to fill our needs, our request. So, this is what it says. And Moshe went later on, and he spoke to the people. And Kivon Shalei Shamulai, and once they didn't hear him, by Yosef Shivim Ish, so he gathered the seventy people. So, this actually Rabbi Gamliel's statement goes along also very well with Rabbi Shimon's statement, uh, because it talks about the Kotzri Yodi, because it talks about the discussion that the Yidden would say that Hashem says that the reason that He has to supply it is they shouldn't say Kotzri Yodi, and. Moshe Rabbeinu was sort of, uh, according to Rabbi Gamaliel, was continuing that conversation by saying that um, that um, I mean Hashem um, Hashem was saying that uh, still they're going to say Kotzer Yodi. Uh, I mean Moshe Rabbeinu was saying to Hashem they're still going to say Kotzer Yodi, and Hashem said, "Okay, so what do you want to be Kotzer Yodi?" But uh, um, and then uh, the continuation of it. So I'm not sure if Rabbi, if Rashi uh, specifically follows the opinion of Shimon, or this is independent of uh, the two Pshatim of before. But even according to the Bakiva, uh, there was another uh, conversation in this second part of this passage over here. So even though Lachatchila Hashem says Hashem Tiktor, that was to. Uh, Alleviate Moshe Rabbeinu's doubts. Uh, in Pashtus, it would seem that after Sirai Chodvarim Loi was also a continuation of Hashem's alleviating Moshe Rabbeinu's doubts. So Lechera, it makes sense at the first glance. If you look at the Mefarshim that this follows the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. In any event, Pasuk of Dalet Vayetzei Moshe. So Moshe goes out by Daber Elam and he speaks to the people as Divrei Hashem. What Hashem says. But Yosef Shivim Ish Mizikne Ha'am, so he gathered seventy people of the elders of the nation. By Yamet Oisom Sviv Sa'il, and he placed them around the oil. Uh, 
And that was what Hashem told him before when Moshe Rabbeinu said he can't take it anymore by himself. So Moshe Rabbeinu goes and now and Hashem tells him they should carry with him the, the other 70 elders. So Rashi explained that the older elders were gone and these are new elders that Moshe Rabbeinu chose. From Zikne Ha'om V'Shetrov, as Rashi said before. Pasuk Hashem Ba'onon, so Hashem descends in the Onon. Now, Bechlal, um, Hashem was, there was a cloud that we learned before that was when they were camped. Uh, there was a cloud on the Mishkan all the time. Um, when they were camping. This was, uh, this is all taking place um, in the Kibres HaTaiva after their first stop when they left from the Har Chayrev and they went into uh, Midbar Poron, in the Midbar Poron, in the Kibre Sataiva. So this is all taking place, according to Rashi, Lechayra, very shortly after the Chof Iyar is when they moved. And according to Rashi, it took him the three-day journey, took him one day, or the other Rashi is Mashman, that it was actually three days. Uh, we haven't resolved this yet. But, um, so it was uh, shortly after, and this was, you know, Chav Gimel, uh, uh, Iyar or Chafalev, but very shortly thereafter. Um, but this was, they were camped over there, so there was an Onon. So uh, when it says here, Vayered Hashem Ba'onon, this Lechayre, this is an additional Onon. Vaydabele love, and he spoke to him. Rashi said over there in Pasik Tezayin by Esfalishivim Ish, Rashi says, Kadesh Yiru Yisrael Vinagubam Gudula Vakovad Yemru Chavivim Elush and Nichus Vimoisha Lishmoya Dibur Mipia Kodesh Baruchu. So that seems that they heard Dibur Mipia Kodesh Baruchu. But they actually, the Dibur was only a love. Uh, they would be in that area, Lishmoya Dibur Mipia Kodesh Baruchu, but they didn't hear, as the Pasik says, Dabre love. So remember, Rashi also mentions earlier, just before, that um, the speech was only to Moshe Rabbeinu. But in any event, Vayotzal min haruach hasher olav, and he separated uh, from the spirit that was on Moshe Rabbeinu, Vayitin al shivim ish hazkenim, and he gave it on the 70 people, the elders, Vayikinoyach aleim haruach, and it was when the a spirit rested upon them by Isnabuvullah Yusufu and they prophesied, uh, but uh, they did not continue. So they prophesied, they became Nevi'im for that uh, for that time. So Trashi Vullah Yusufu, Loinis Nabu Eloisayim Levadi, they just prophesied that day alone. Kachmafurish Bisifrit. So let's explain Sifrit. What was the prophecy that they prophesied then? Doesn't say. And what was the purpose of the prophecy? Um, um, if it was just a one-day thing. They didn't cease. They didn't stop prophesizing. Uh, maybe according to that, his law Yosef was understood um, um, you know, what the purpose is because it shows the general uh, st- uh, a standard that they became on a higher level, they became prophets. Um, 
I believe Rashi before, uh, when it says Velo uh, Yosef, uh, but with Yehuda and Tamar, it says in Pasuk Chabov, Lo Yosef Oid Ledaito. Rashi says, Yeshevim Loi Hoisif, Yeshevim Loi Posak. And the Chaberikam, Elder the Moedah, Lo Yosfu, Umetargimina Veloi Poskus. It's in parentheses over there in Rashi, bringing down from here, Velo Yosef Veloi Posku. As if over here, it's obvious that Veloi Posku. Uh, and Rashi brings that as a proof in the parentheses, anyways. Um, in uh, Pasukutes, with regards to Dvarim Pasukutes, when he uh, talks about the Eish, at the time of Matan uh, Torah, it says, Kol Godel and Lo Yosef. Uh, over there, Rashi brings down Lo Yosef, Metargiminon, Velo Posak. Uh, it didn't it didn't cease. Uh, and all again, with Shemid is Boslam, it kept on going. And, uh, and then Rashi brings another shot of Pumbi that he never again showed it in such a public display. So we also have the Layasa, both of these Perushim and you know why Rashi brings down one evidence or the other evidence just to complete his Psukim is for uh, another time. So two people were left over in the camp. One of the names was Eldot, the other one was name was Meidot. And the spirit, that same spirit seems like, that went on the other Nevi'im, and the other Shivan Skenim, rested on them too. But Behemo Baksuvim, they were amongst those that were written. But they did not go out to the to the tent with the other seventy skenim, but you will see in Rashi what took place over there. And they prophesied in the camp. And two people were left over. What does it mean left over from what? From those that were chosen. There were from the seventy people that were chosen. It will see soon right. There was a few extra, a few more. So from those seventy that were chosen, two of them laying behind. Amru, they said, they don't we are not fit, we are not worthy of such a greatness, so they were left. And they stayed in the Machan and didn't go. What does it mean? What happened? But they were uh, written down, or they were Shabahem, the Sanhedrin. They were chosen uh, for the Sanhedrin, to be of the 70. Learn before that the 70 was the Sanhedrin. Actually, the Gemara in Sanhedrin brings this Shivim Zikanim. That's the source for the 70 Sanhedrin, is from the Shivim Zikanim. And the Nikhtuvukulim Nukuvim Bishemis. And they, all of these names were mentioned by their names. Uh, they were all written down. Vayide Goiro. And through a, a lottery. That's how they chose the 70 Zikanim for the Sanhedrin. Because the reason they needed to do this is because the cheshbon, the calculation comes out. If we take for twelve tribes, um, yes, again the tribe of Levi was not included in this; it was separate. But the take the twelve tribes, shisha shisha the whole shevet v'shevet. So if you take six six from each tribe, chutz. Two tribes will have only five. Because um, if you take uh, uh, 12 times 6, would be 72, and we only need 70. So 10 will get uh, 
10 will give 6, that will give you 60, and 2 tribes will give you 5, will give you the 70, will give you the other 10. So Amar Moshe says, Ein Shemit Shemei there will be no tribe that's going to listen to me, Livchos Meshifto Yizokin Echad, that their tribe should have one elder missing, should be one less than Sanhedrin. So actually Sanhedrin had a representation of all the tribes, of all the tribes of the Bnei Yisrael, again, besides the tribe of Levi. Ma'osa, so what did Moshe Rabbeinu do? The Notal Shivim Ushnaim Psokim, because of Al Shivim Zokin, he took 72 pieces of paper and wrote on 70, he wrote Zokin. Vashnaim Cholak and two of them were empty. Uborer Mikol Shevet Vashevet Shisha, and he picked from every tribe six. Vayu Shivim Ushnaim, and there were 72. Amor Lahem, Tulupiskecha Metech Kalpi, take your notes from the lottery. One who in his hand went was holy. And whoever had the Cholok, he said, Davisha doesn't want you. So those were left over. So because the Davisha said 70. Again, why did Moshe have to do and um so this was done by Moshe alone? Uh, but uh, how does this fit with Rashi that they said uh, so is Rashi trying to say in the second Rashi that they were actually not chosen that Elder Damoides were not chosen but we see that they were chosen in the end uh, were they the one that picked the two empty lotteries why does Rashi say before uh, they said if then it's not because they know they didn't get the lottery. Uh, if Rashi means to say they were written, but the lottery never took place because they just on their own uh, didn't want to go at the end because they uh, they didn't feel that they were worthy, so they just avoided the issue of um, of going uh, of going there. And then how does the taka fit in the end? With the, with the fact that the Eivishter says Isfali Shivim Zekenim, and um, okay, so Hashem didn't tell Moshe Rabbeinu how he's going to get the seventy, but at the end Moshe Rabbeinu did choose the seventy because Moshe so he did it on his own. But we see at the end that the Eivishter rested his chena on seventy-two because uh, it says Vayiten Al Shivim Isha Zekenim. Uh, so the Shivim Skenim that were there got the Ruach so the other two also got Bamachana so why did Hashem Take say 72 maybe that that itself because they figured they're not Kedai that's why they, they, they were Kedai because of that ok you need to just look at the Mepharshim and see how this all took place Posik of Zion so the lad ran to Moshe, and he says to Moshe, that elder maidens are prophesying in the camp. Who is the Nar? Others say that this was Gershim, uh, the son of Moshe. He was the Nar that came to, 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 to Moshe to tell him. So, Pasuk of Ches, Bayan Yeshua binun Mishoros Moshe. 
And apparently, even though Moshe, the Ebesha said to Moshe to go out to the oil Moed, but his Mesharis, which is Yeshua, went with him wherever Moshe had been. Like we said before, that Leimosh Mitechayel, in the end of the Shemois, there, the Mosh Mitechayel, he waited for him by the mountain, he was always with him. So, Bayan Yeshua, and Pasuk of Ches, Yeshua says, Binun, Mesharis Moshe, Moshe's sermon is Mibichurov, from his youth, he was Moshe's Rabbeinus, from his youth, from wherever, he was always Moshe's Mesharis. But Yomer, and he said, Adoini Moshe Kloim, my master, Moshe, Kloim means imprison them. That's one pshat, we'll see in Rashi, the first pshat. Rashi says, Kloim means, uh, do away with them, get rid of them. How? In other words, Kehata Aleim Tzorchei Tzibur, place in them, the Torah uh, Tzibur, and call him a lame, and they will be destroyed by themselves. So, basically, uh, um, that means that um, because of the troubles that they will have with the with the Tzibur, um, that's the way they will, um, you know, they will be uh, going by themselves. So, according to this Pshat of Kolim, Kolim Aleim, basically he was trying to uh, get them to stop from their nevuah because once you have the Tzorchet Tzibur they won't uh, be able to uh, serve as uh, we finish as prophets from that time because of the communal responsibilities but Dabar Achar, another interpretation Tnom El Beis means they should put him in prison what did they do? what was he upset about? in the first case, Yeshua apparently didn't think that it should be Nevi'im because there were 70 already so what did they do in prophesizing? so he says Kloim and uh, so basically they were supposed to be Zekenim, uh, that's part of being Tzor Chetzibur, uh, but he was probably talking about other Tzor Chetzibur, uh, and uh, that's why they would um, cease from being, I guess, uh, prophets. But in the other pshat, Rashi says that he wants to give the pshat of Kloim, is that Moshe Rabbeinu should put him into the jail. And to Beisakela, incarcerate them. Why? Because the prophecy they were prophesizing was that Moshe would die, and Yeshua is going to bring him to Eretz Yisrael. So he said, for that kind of a prophecy, they deserve to go to uh, the Beisakela. Again, that was before, again, before the um, um, the decree, as Rashi said already before, earlier in Rashi, that at that point, Moshe Rabbein has not yet been decreed um, um, not to go into Eretz Yisrael, and that's why the Pasuk refers to Moshe Rabbein as going into Eretz Yisrael to a few Pesukim before. Pasuk Chavtes Vayemen le'Moshe, so Moshe says to him, Hamekane ato li, are you uh, being zealot for my beam, for me? Umiyitin kol am Hashem nevim, who would give that all the nation of God should be prophets. Hashem Hashem puts his spirits in them. Are you uh, avenging zealous being married for me? Are you avenging my vengeance you know, for my jealousy or my being zealous for me? Um, so in either case, uh, you know, whether they're extra prophets, uh, uh, that makes a little bit uh, more pashtus, but uh, uh, because once they have um, just Tzorchet uh, so he didn't want saying 
why would they all be um, uh, um, uh, call him? So he says, let them all be Nevi'im. But according to the second shot, uh, when he said, they were upset about the prophecy. Uh, so that that is Makana Atali, then but it wouldn't follow with the meat and call Hashem Nevim. It fits more according to the uh, first shot rather than with the second shot. Maybe that's why it's a Dover Achar. But um, um, also, uh, Yeshua was upset that they're saying that because he didn't think of the prophecy at the time, even though they were prophesizing that. <laughs>